Hey guys, welcome back to Drive Time. Uh, as always, I'm David Drum, and today I am joined by Pastor Rob Warnell of Fox River Church and the Muskego campus, if I'm saying that correctly. That's absolutely right. All right. Uh, welcome to Drive Time. Uh, guys, we, we brought uh, Pastor Rob in today to talk to us about uh, the idea of mentorship, uh, not only being mentored, but mentoring others. And he and I had a great conversation about this already, and we just want to bring you in on it. So, uh, Pastor Rob, thanks for being here. Uh, thanks for spending a little bit of time with us, and I'm, I'm going to hand it over to you. Well, hey, thanks, David. Appreciate the the invite to be a part and, you know, just take some time to talk about some things that just have been very meaningful, you know, for me. And as you asked, hey, what are some of those, um, you know, nuggets, I guess, of, of wisdom or, or thoughts, at least that might be helpful for guys? Um, really, that whole idea of mentoring came right away to me and, and part of just because of what God's been doing in my own life you know, recently, but especially, you know, that learning that, um, we need people on both sides of us, people that are pouring into us. And that one, oftentimes the one that comes to mind right away is, Hey, I always need to be learning. And I need somebody who's, who's a few steps ahead of me, you know, that can help me. Um, especially when I kind of feel stuck, whether it be in my faith, whether it be, you know, even at work, right. There's, there's all kinds of places where we, we value that, but there's that other side that there's a responsibility that we have as well to pour into somebody else. Um, and we all have that ability to do that. Sometimes we feel like, uh, I just need to wait a little bit longer, maybe until I learn more or, or until I feel a little more confident in something. But what it brings me back to is, um, there is this relationship between, uh, one of the writers of the new Testament. In fact, he wrote a majority of it, um, the apostle Paul, and he had a protege, uh, a mentee, you might call him named Timothy. And we get a snapshot of some of the things that he taught him and some very powerful things. You know, he told him to not be intimidated by being young. Don't let anybody else intimidate you. In fact, for that, but one of the key things that he shared with them was just a, a simple thing. It's um, easy to remember because second Timothy two, two. So you got all twos here. Okay. Um, but he, he says this to him, he says, and the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses and trust to reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others. Now, if you just go through and you do a quick count, you've got four generations of something being passed on because you have Paul handing off to Timothy and then instructing him to pass off to men and women who can teach others. So you got uh, a four generation, um, really example that he's saying, it is so important for us to take the things that, that we've learned and make sure they continue on. And you know what, when Paul was speaking these words, it was probably a little more, um, uh, important maybe than what we place that importance on. And here's what I mean by that. A lot of the Bible was passed on verbally. And really for us today, it's not much different. You know, we spend a lot of times, both the good and bad of this sitting in a church service more than we probably open up and read, you know? And so, um, we need people who are pouring into us. And then, like I said, that, that we're pouring into, you know, as well. Um, and I've benefited greatly by both, both sides of that. 
even so, when I pour into somebody else. Let, let me ask you this. Cause I, th- I find a lot of times when I, when I talk to this guys about uh, being mentored, mm-hmm. you know, they, there's this thing where it's, it's almost like, Oh, I've got to have this guy who has it all together mm-hmm. to call them my mentor. Um, yeah. or they're, on the other side of the token, they're like, well, I can't mentor anybody because I'm still trying to figure this out myself. Yeah. Uh, so they, they, they disqualify themselves by saying, I don't have it all together. Um, or they'll disqualify potential mentors by saying, Oh, well, you know, that guy, he, you know, he's a little rough around the edges in this area, or maybe he hasn't done this, or he never went to school for that. And, you know, so, so if you would, because I think this is, I agree with you that this is really important and I'm thankful for mentors that I have in my life. Yeah. But how do you, or I should say, what, what are these metrics that guys can look at to say, how do I evaluate somebody to be a mentor and how do I evaluate my ability to mentor others? Yeah. Great, great question there. So let me start with the, the, the big one, big picture piece first. There's always going to be something we can learn from another individual. And so we have to be teachable and we have to discern between is this a pride issue for me where I don't think I have anything to gain from another person? Cause a lot of times we discount people just for that very reason. Um, and if I, I tend to have a little more perfectionistic tendencies, and so I can be that person who's like discounting somebody right away, you know, where it's like, ah, I don't know if I have much there to learn from them. So I've had to learn that, you know what, um, even myself, I'm, I'm not perfect by any means. And so I'm not going to find somebody who's perfect. And so we need to be able to take and say, look, I still have to discern everything that they're going to say. So if I'm looking for someone that I never have to discern anything that they say, there's going to be no one like that. So, so to be open to say, I can still hear what they have to say, but I still need to check it by whether it be God's word or bouncing off somebody else. Um, there's still going to be that necessity to do that. Um, and so to be able to look to a person and have enough, you know, hopefully respect to say, Hey, can, can you tell me a little bit about your experiences in life? Could be marriage, could be parenting, could be, um, how to, how to excel at work. It could be, how do I grow in my faith? Um, what do you do, you know, to grow in your faith, any of those things, someone's going to have a nugget of truth or value at least. So, um, And you may have to ask multiple or have conversations with multiple people before you feel the connection with them anyways, and say, Hey, that's a person that I would like to ask if they will to maybe meet with me on a, and I would say monthly basis at the minimum, and really probably not much more than that anyways, or you're probably going to really eat into somebody's time. And they're probably going to tell you, no, if it's much more than that anyways, but you're going to want to do some testing of the waters first. And just see if there's a connection and see if there is a spiritual maturity. If again, you're talking faith things, you're going to want to be convinced, not necessarily that this person has all the answers, but that they are, you know, maybe a step ahead of you in their faith, at least, and not too far removed where they can't relate to where you are even because that can happen as well. That makes sense. Let me hit the flip side of that. Just briefly. There is also that common thought that, I have nothing to offer someone else. And that's just not true. 
you know, there are experiences of life that God has brought us through that, that we need to give away to someone else. Um, Andy Stanley, he's a pastor down in the Atlanta area. He, um, he's, he's just well known for being able to take, um, very succinct statements or thoughts. And one of them is this, is that we're not obligated to fill someone else's cup, but we are obligated to empty ours. And so we need to be looking for people that we can empty some of the things that we've learned um, into them. So now it's interesting. You're talking about that from the standpoint of, you know, you're obligated to, to empty your cup. Mm-hmm. So, and, but not necessarily fill theirs. You're, right. you're maybe just filling one portion of it and they may be getting mentored in another area by somebody else. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So would you say that that also works when you're looking at mentors to not necessarily look for somebody who checks all the boxes, but they have something to offer, whether it be your faith journey or your professional career, they could be a, a fantastic mentor professionally, right. uh, but you know, might not know, want to take a, a, a Bible lesson from them because, you know, they, they use it as a doorstop. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. So it, yeah, I just, if I just wanted to know what your thoughts were from that standpoint about, you know, kind of being filled partially from someone. Yeah. So yeah, I don't remember who shared this with me. It was probably at a conference or something like that, that basically said, you're going to have to have multiple mentors. And, um, you know, there's, it's much like books, right? You're, you're not going to, other than the Bible. Okay. I'm going to give credence to that one, but other than that, you're not going to have the breadth of all of life in one book. And so you're going to take multiples and different authors and different people. So now don't treat a mentor like a book because where a book falls short is there's no accountability. There's no asking of questions, you know, for clarification. So yeah, you're getting, you're going to have someone, you know, who you might look at and say, that person has a really strong relationship with God. I want to know more about how that happened. That person, they seem to have it together when it comes to their family, you know, their kids, they just, they're hanging all over them. They want to spend time with them. They're doing something right there. So you might look at that person, you know, for, for parenting, um, same thing with a, with a spouse, definitely for work, you know, I mean, hopefully someone will be honest with you and say, I just don't have those capabilities and not pretend that they, they do. So that's good. So at what point does a guy get to cross that line where they're like, okay, I've got it. I'm confident in this area. I can mentor in this area. Do you think it's a, a natural switch? Um, if you're in the, the market for mentoring, let's just say you, you've been mentored for years. You feel like you're doing well. Um, how, how have you seen that have you been in that position where you've approached people and say, Hey, I, you know, I see something in you. I want to mentor you in this area. Or is it, do you find that typically you're approached uh, to be a mentor? Yeah. Probably the interesting thing is if you are approached, then someone has observed something in you that they want. So that's the easy one, right? Again, scripture talks about um, giving counsel, admonishing, Mm -hmm confronting at times, even 
none of them are fun, you know, but they're important. And so there are times when someone may not have asked, you know, for an official, uh, Hey, I want you to mentor me on a regular basis, but we still need to be able to speak into their lives. Um, if, if they allow us to, they can shut us down, you know, and, and you'll know quickly that person either isn't ready to hear this, um, or they, or they don't want to, as far as having that switch, I like the way you, you term that, you know, switch as far as, is there a time where all of a sudden it's like, Hey, now I know that I have enough at least, um, that I, that I can offer to someone, yeah, man, that's, there's two ditches, right? Because there's a uh, insecurity side that that time will never arrive. And then there's mm-hmm. that overconfidence side that, that pride can sometimes say, Hey, you, you got enough together. You should, you should confidently do this. And so you're going to have somewhere in the middle of those two where that's going to land for sure. I would say. Um, but at the same time to not shy away from, I have something to offer somebody. I, I, I do. And really, if you think about it, it's probably not so much having arrived, but are you willing to put the effort and the work into continuing learning so that you have something to offer someone else? Because if you've stopped learning, then you'll soon um, become irrelevant at that point. You won't have something to offer. Um, you'll, you'll just, you know, think about it. Probably the best way to think about this, think about technology, right? I know mm-hmm. grandparents who would have never touched a smartphone until their grandkids started texting them. And then it's like, I can't have this flip phone anymore. I can't have this corded phone anymore. I've got to have one of those smartphones at least, or something that I can figure out this texting thing. And they learned out of, out of necessity at that point though. That's interesting. Um, kind of, I hear you with, with kind of two thoughts there is, um, one is that desire to be a conduit like so many other areas of our faith, it's not necessarily for you. It's, it's passed through you. So you're out right. seeking knowledge so that you have something to offer, you know, those that are coming up behind you and not always necessarily an age. Um, it might just be in their spiritual walk. It might be somebody right. who's actually older than you yeah. uh, that you're mentoring in faith. Uh, but then, you know, just that teachability to continue to be molded and, and continue, uh, that desire to learn so that you still have something to offer. Yeah, so, absolutely. There's, there's, well, there's a uniqueness about truth, right? And that is, um, you, you don't have to have necessarily a lot of experience in a certain area in order to share truth with someone. If it's a principle from scripture, you just have to know it at that point. Now it helps if you, if you've experienced it yourself, um, especially for the empathy side of things or for the, the credibility side of things, because it's going to be hard if some, you know, someone, I mean, I've heard jokes about it. You know, the best person to give parenting advice is, is someone who's never had a child. Right. And it's like, right. okay, no, little, little sarcastic there that they're going to have a hard time because they're going to think it's easy, you know, until they've had their own child. And then they realize, Oh yeah. It's not that simple. So right. experience is going to matter for sure. Okay. So now like you and I had discussed, uh, before we hit record, um, you know, being drive time, we, we love to, to end with a tangible item. We like to take it out of the, the conceptual, the motivational and w- w- something that the guys can apply even this week as you know, we just try to continue to improve and grow in different areas of our life. Um, so what is, 
what is your thought for, for this week? And I, I, I can guess where you're going to kind of go with this, but, uh, um, give me your, your, your thought and your challenge for this week for the guys. Yeah. I would say that, um, just set up a time with someone and have coffee. Okay. Um, or whatever, it can be a full meal and, but come already with some intentionality, you know, not, not full intentionality, where it's like, okay, this has got to follow an agenda or a script, but come with questions that you really want answered and then invite that person and you be the one who buys them, you know, dinner or coffee. Okay. Um, and, and that can be as a, as a, your treat, you know, for, for the wisdom that they're going to, you know, share with you. So that's obviously the one side of it, but you know, uh, and maybe not both in the same week, that might be a little difficult, but do the flip side as well is especially if someone asks for a little bit of your time, you know, again, it doesn't have to be a full fledged, Hey, I'm going to end up mentoring this person on a monthly basis, but you don't know when that will happen until you've had that first engagement there, that first coffee, that first meeting to see if that would be something that you'd want to continue on, or they'd want to continue on. Right. I had heard somebody say once that, that when, when dealing with someone who wants you as a mentor, you should keep in mind all the times you wanted a mentor yourself. Yeah. to kind of, to look through those eyes of, yeah. even if it's a little bit of a stretch time-wise, uh, yeah. to at least be open to the idea, um, to see if it, you know, relationally is going to work or, you know, just right. the personalities mesh. You, you may find it. Um, I, I laugh at the number of times, uh, um, I always refer to them as my old dudes. Um, okay. I always, you got to find a guy with more gray hair than you. Yeah. And when I sit down and I have breakfast or lunch with one of these old guys, um, the number of times that they, they'll tell me, Oh man, I learned so much talking to you. And it's like, and I, I you open your mouth. I take notes. Like I, <laughs> that's not how this works. Yeah. Um, but as a mentor, you get enriched through the um, seeing it through someone else's eyes again, I think. Oh yeah. When somebody, when there's a light bulb moment, especially, or an aha or a, wow, that's just what I needed. I mean, that's exciting. That, that just brings joy. God's wired us that way. You know, I mean, part of our Christian faith, our Christian walk, as I was mentioning, is passing things down to somebody else. And mm -hmm. so what, what happens is with, with many things, if not all of them that God, you know, intended, he puts that incentive behind them that we're going to find joy and satisfaction when we do them. And so yeah, just anticipate that there's going to be some great satisfaction knowing that you've helped somebody. Well, Rob, I can't thank you enough for, for coming on today and, and just spending a little bit of time with us and, and really even in my own world, you know, evaluating some, some of those relationships and, mm -hmm. and, uh, making sure that I have, you know, enough of that conduit thought process, uh, yeah. you know, and, and just allowing the wisdom to pass through. Um, so thank you for being here. Uh, thank you for the challenge to the guys to, to get out there and engage. Um, and, uh, I, I appreciate you being here on drive time. <laughs>